up? What up? Jimmy Murray here with Frank Petalano, and we are the Cashflow Kings. The Cashflow Kings podcast discusses money, finance, mindset, and investing with an emphasis on cash flowing real estate. Thanks for joining the Cashflow Kings, and welcome to our new episode, Only a Matter of Time with Okino Johnson. We are here to help you crush your goals. Guys, uh, we are. I love that. <laughs> super excited to welcome Okino. He's, he's, He's actually just back from a trip, and he's been crushing it this week, as we've seen on social media. But, but, I mean, as we dive through this story, I think that you guys are going to be sincerely impressed. Okino's got one of the best come-up stories I've ever heard, and he's, you know, he wakes up and he grinds and hustles every single day. So we're excited to have him. So, Okino, welcome. Hey, thank you, Jimmy. Um, we need to touch a golf course soon, because you, your story is <laughs> like, listen, man, that guy's there. He's a book of knowledge as well. And likewise, Frank. Frank, been in the, y'all have been in the game. I look up to you guys, you know what I'm saying? So it's a pleasure, you know, being here, you know, just, just, you know, do, talking about what I do every day. I literally just came from two, one, the house that um, we just got under contract that we're going to purchase, no money down. I went to look at an electrical issue that we have, and, and I troubleshooted the problem, and I found out um, basically why there's no current in the house. That's one. And two... I gotta put this on the charger. Two, um, two. I just looked at a, another flipped that I'm trying to get, but it's on the MLS. There's a bidding war, so I don't know. I just made an offer, so hopefully we get it. So that's what I did so far this morning. So guys, we're recording at 10 a.m. and he's already put in two offers and trying to close deals here. So to give you guys yeah. perspective, it's good stuff. But Okino, I think you know those listening in, they can hear that you have a little bit of an accent. So where'd you start? And, and how'd you get started in real estate? Okay, so I'm from Jamaica. So I came here in 2015, February 10, in the snowstorm. And that's, I don't know why February 10 in 2015, I don't know why it, the snow decided to be that much. But when I came here, Jimmy, I could not see the trees on the um, on the side when it was coming. It was all white. Was, and was that, was that the first time you saw snow? First time I saw snow was in 2015. First time I saw snow. And when I saw the snow, I was like, wow, like, to, to, to how I was impressed, I wasn't even cold. I was just impressed by seeing, like, the stuff I see on TV, you know? So I'm like, wow, you know? So February 15, I came here, and, you know, I got a job right away after that um, at JRC, working with kids with disabilities. And then I went to the military in June. I signed up. They shipped me off to basic training in um as to Fort Leonard Wood in September, again, Jimmy, I'm fresh off the boat. I'm from the Caribbean. I'm going to Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri. Missouri is misery. <laughs> misery. And then we went to basic training and, you know, came back. Promise, I got promised to get a, a, a um, the job that I went, the, my, my job, they can't fire you. When, when you're in the military and you go away for military duty, if you have an active job and you go with a military duty, they cannot fire you. It's illegal. Yep. So they had promised me to give me a, a raise. And when I went back, the guy um, called me in the office and he, 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 he told me in a nice way that the only position available was a facility ma- ma- uh, ma- maintenance or some shit like that, a.k.a. janitor, right? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, really? You see my resume? I'm not trying to be cocky, but... You know, I was an auditor in Jamaica before I came to America and stuff like that. So I'm like, damn, like, bro, that's how you look at me. And there's nothing against a job because, you know, I show respect and love to everyone. But, you know, my resume, you're in HR and you're going to offer me that position. You know, I felt that's an insult. So 
instead of being all saucy, what I did was I went and applied for a state job at DYS, Department of Youth Service, and I applied for the job. I got a position and I worked my way up, grind my way up, got into leadership position, be, become, I, 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 uh, become friends with the people that run the unit and got almost all the good staff from that company. So they got, they started hurting because I started recruiting from the company as I a revenge. That. I started recruiting all the good people and they're there to this day. To this day, those, those, those colleagues are still at DYS, you know, cause I moved on to better things, not better things, but I move on to pursue my dreams. Absolutely. So what was like the, the big push behind moving from Jamaica to the United States? Like what was, what was that push to get you so, over here? So my father, um, my, my, my father was already here. He was a citizen. So what he did was he applied for me for years. So to come to America, it wasn't easy. One, you got to have a clean, um, you have a clean criminal record. You got to have a clean criminal record. They also, I don't know if this is, a, I don't know if this is a qualification or not, but you have to do HIV test. You have to do DNA test. I did all, they took my blood. You know what I mean? I did all that stuff. So I'm like, whoa, like, Crazy. no, it's, it's like the screening process is ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, we stuck through it and I got it just right when I would become an adult, like 21. That's when I think I came here. So if I had waited before, then it would have been like the this chance to come in would have been really slim. So the, the good thing my father applied while I was um like under the a minor. And it took yeah. a while to come. My biggest thing, I was just hoping I'll just stay on the right track and be here, not having messing up my record or anything, you know. Right. So that was my biggest scare, like trying to be on the right track to get to America. Okay, right. now where does your dad live now? So my dad is in Taunton as well. He lives right. I live in Taunton. My dad is in Taunton. He um he's doing this thing. He's he's a GC. Uh, you know, we he's doing this thing, and I'm doing my thing. You know what? I'd love that. So yeah. I have a very different story, but my dad was a carpenter. So growing up, I used to go help him scrap jobs. So he used to hang a lot of drywall. So like he yeah. hang the drywall, give me the pieces. I'd run out to the dumpster. I'd run back up the stairs, and yeah. I can remember I would drive home from the jobs with him in this old 1988 blue mazda truck man like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. beat that truck so old he had a car phone in the center console right Ooh. but when you say your dad's a contractor that's what i think of when i was a kid like i used to go to the job sites with my dad and as i grew up he told me hey go to school read books don't do the same thing i'm doing and now you guys see where i'm at so yeah so 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 our story is similar jimmy because my father he actually got mad at certain decisions that I make, but if he sees the result now, I don't think he's going to be too mad anymore. But, he, 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 you know, he was trying to play safe. I understand. He was trying to play safe, and that kind of caused a little friction and stuff like that. But that's one other time. But, you know. Yeah, no, it, yeah. I'm with you. My dad, when I bought my first multi, he told me it was the biggest financial mistake I ever made in my life. Bingo. And then three years later, he's like, I didn't think you could do it. I was like, yeah. thank God I did. So. Yeah. <laughs> You make it over here from Jamaica. You see the snow. Um, you enroll in the military. You make a couple of moves. How do you get into real estate? So, uh, so while working at DYS, I used to work overnight shift, right? So when you work overnight shift, you got there's a thing called bed check. So in DYS, it's like a pri juvenile prison basically. So you got to walk at night. You you have like three people on staff. You got to walk up and down and look in the bedrooms to make sure that. The kids ain't doing suicidal stuff, stuff like that. Right. So while I was on check, I um they have like so they have like a recreation room with a TV, and the kids' bedroom are right along the corridor. So you have to walk. You got to change your pattern up so that you know the kids can't study if you're looking at them. Blah blah blah. blah. So 
there's a recreational room that you can watch TV, um, you know, like watch TV, whatever. So while I'm on check, I took like a 10 minutes break to like, you know, see what's going on on the TV. And then this thing came up where come to this program, you'll get 250,000 money to da da da. I'm like, what? 250,000 <laughs> uh, 250, cash guaranteed. I'm like, oh, you're kidding me? That's all I need is the money. I already know about construction. I'm already doing da 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 da. I, I, you know what I mean? I'm already getting my hands dirty. All I need is the money. So I'm saying, oh, shoot, bingo. So then I took the leap of faith and I went to the to program. And it's been crazy since then, um, Jimmy. That's where it starts, to be honest with you. And if you're curious, that's that the hat right there. So I'll show it to you real quick. So this right here, I had to go to the so I had to go there in person and meet the boss, right? I get 100% financing up to 70% at any deal. So I can finance, I get I get 100% financing all my deals using this program because I bought into the program and it's called I'll, I'll flip my camera around so you can see. So Okino showing us a, an orange hard hat that he has in the background that he has hanging yeah. on his wall. That's for the people listening and not following on the video. Right, right. So, so this way here, this is a orange order from the program. And this is me. This is what I love about these people. They actually flip over 150 houses every year in Idaho. It's, it's, it's Leonardo Kogo Capital. They have a bunch, many branches. The guy name is Leonardo. It's right here. That guy, Frank, he's Leonardo. Frank, you know so, about Idaho? <laughs> yes, uh, I have a property or two in Idaho. So, yeah. Oh, nice. So that's the guy right there behind the truck. His name is Lee Arnold. You probably see him on TV and all over the place. So anyway, that's his program. I bought into it. I took the leap of faith. I paid $25,000 that I didn't have. Yo, when I wrote that check, when I wrote that check, I was so nervous. And guess what, Frank? The check bounced. <laughs> check bounced, bro. I swear to you. I didn't say this on our last podcast with Antoine, but the check bounced. And they called me and said, what's going on? And I say, hey, wait a minute, let me figure it out. But the reason it bounced was it was from a local bank. I have a, I have a local credit union, and they saw the big amount, so they, they did, I had to approve it. So I don't know how that works, but I had to approve it. And then once I told them, yeah, I wrote the check, it went through. So that's, that's how I started. That, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. So I think this goes back to like what we talk about all the time. Like As long as you can find the deals, you'll find the money. And that's the uh, biggest thing. Man, and, and that's why, Jimmy, if I knew what I knew now, which I'm not, I don't regret nothing, you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, that's how I live my life, only a matter of time, that's my quote, but if I know what I, if I knew now, if I knew then what I knew now, Jimmy, I'm telling you, man, oh my God, but it is what it is, you know what, I think, we push I think about that all the time, so every year, like the week before my birthday, I think yeah. about, like, the previous year and the prior years of my life. And I always think about when I started in 2013, what mm -hmm. I didn't know. Oh my God. <laughs> just I, I just want to show you, Jimmy, real quick, because I like to, this is one thing with me. Anything I say, I always like to put receipts because a lot of people come and lie about stuff. You know, we ain't got time for that. I like to put receipts to back everything I'm talking about. Do you like see all these, all these books over here on this side? I see traction. All right, hold on. Let me see. See all no, these. I can, on, I can see the all um, these folders. The binders. These yep. I bought into since since I started this journey in 2019, I played close to fifty thousand on education. It's ridiculous. I just added up yesterday. I couldn't believe I did that. But you I know what, though, know. that's the Go. big thing. You've invested in yourself, so you 
So you expedite that learning curve. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. Yeah. Um, one, they either get stuck in analysis paralysis, they learn too much, or they just never take the action to start. So I think if you can if you can come up with some type of blend where you educate yourself enough, surround yourself with the right people and continuously take action, yes. that is gonna that is gonna lead you to explosive growth. And and be honest with you, Jimmy, I'm not the guy to read a lot. I I, I all those books don't be scared, don't be fooled by them. I'm I'm not a, I don't read a lot. I think I only read three books from start to finish. The first one was Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I read it while I was working for KPMG before I came to America. I um so let me tell you how exactly how it started. So I used to listen, I love Rick Ross. That's my favorite artist. You yep. know the, the guy, yeah <laughs> yeah I, yeah. I <laughs> Jimmy knows Rick. Wait, Ross. what was what was that Rick Ross? Rick Ross, my <laughs> nice. Which one you like? What's your favorite Rick Ross? Uh, blowing money fast. Blowing money fast. That's like, my I, favorite one, man. With the doors off the Jeep, absolutely. That's my favorite too. You know why? You know what's my favorite? Go. Hey, I built it. I built it ground up. You bought it renovated. That's it, man. That's line right there. It's just always in my thing. But anyway, um, back on topic. So I listened to Rick Ross. I used to listen. Even when I was in Jamaica, I used to just listen to stuff that motivate me, like oh, trying to get money. You know, what I mean, that's that's the root of it. Then Rick Ross is always saying, "I'm buying real estate." You know, what I'm saying, "Oh, wait a minute." Cause I'm, I'm gonna live the lifestyle. Like, I'm buying real estate, and he's always saying something about real estate, right? Now I say, okay, put it together. Then I start scrolling on Google. Well, I'm supposed to be doing my auditor work because I work for KPMG. Um, I got a, I got a scholarship from high school to work for KPMG, which is that's, awesome. it, that's another story. But anyway, I, I, I I'm listening. I'm, um, I Google, and the first thing came up was um, "Rich That Poor That" by Robert Kiyosaki. I, I'm not a reader. I, I'm a good number guy. I'm very good with numbers. I hate reading, right? But I read that book. I read that book from start to finish. And I was so motivated. I came into America and I told you, I showed you to me. I never tell nobody else this. I showed you what I was drawing. And I'm going to show, I'm going to do it right now. This, this is the best. So I as you guys know, I, I, a... I didn't even show this on my last thing. I, I only showed this to you, Jimmy. Um, can you see this? Yes. So Kino's showing right. us a picture of. Uh, I'm here. I'm here. <sighs> a three family house that he drew on a piece of paper. And this is, this was his way of visual of that visuals. Visual. I've oh, been, I can't, I can't visualize. I've been drawing this same diagram since 2015 when I came to America. Swear he was God. speaking into so existence. I, Keep going. Yeah. I didn't even know about affirmation and speaking through existence. I just like, I was just saying this makes sense. So I, this is what I'll do. I used to say a thousand, a thousand. And then I'll say 800. Then I'll say, how much roughly does a mortgage probably take? And I'll say, I'm just, I'll just guesstimate and say it probably take twelve hundred for a mortgage. And I'll say, how much does the utilities will come up to five hundred? Then I, then I add it up and I'll say, okay, um, seventeen hundred. Then I'll say, so this total is two thousand eight hundred. That's the what I'm gonna get from the house. The mortgage is gonna be that. Then I was just thinking about, you know, how how can I basically live free? And I kid you not, fast forward two years after doing this repetitively, I bought my first multifamily and that's how I'm able to like basically do what I want because I have a secure ground where I don't have to worry about expense because my house pays for itself. So that gave me the, that gave me the leisure to invest. And that's how I wrote my first check on a line of credit. 
that's why I wrote my first check to invest in my education on the line of credit. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's how it really started. Based on this one diagram that I really like draw over and over, it led me to make sense. And I met this guy too. His name is Antonio Nado. I met him at the job that I work at JRC. And then he put me with some people to, um, he put me in with some people that tell me what I needed. They say, hey, you need two here, double two. You need six months reserve um, in the bank, something like that. And they, she said, you need um, two year double two, six months reserve in the bank or three months reserve in the bank. And you need, um, I don't remember what else she needed. But I came here 2015 and 2017, right when I got that two year mark, I bought my house. I love this. So guys, this is like what we talk about all the time. It literally is this simple. So if you can add, subtract and divide, you can buy real estate. And as Frank jokes, you can multiply your income. But yes, and it's just like Okino saying, like you need two W2, six months of reserve and mm -hmm. probably a, above a 620 credit score at this point. Yep, right. And, and that's all you need to buy a multifamily. Yep, From there, you just got to add the rents, subtract the expenses, expenses, make sure it covers your mortgage and Jimmy, you're off to the races. Jimmy, I don't want to cut you, but yesterday a guy hit me in my inbox and say, Okino, um, blah, blah, blah. he's asking for advice. He say, I'm trying to buy a house, whatever. I say, yo, listen to me, bro. Do not start with a single family house. I don't yep. care how balling you are. Do not start with a single family house. Buy a multifamily house. I don't care if it's two or three. Buy a multi and then you transition to a single if you want. Yep. So that's, that's the best advice I could give anyone because that's how I started. Absolutely. We talk about that all the time. People ask me the best way to get invested in real estate. Uh, I had lunch with somebody yesterday. Uh, Jimmy, mm -hmm. you know who it was. And uh, basically, how do you buy your first house? I said, buy a multi, do a house hack. House exactly. hacking is huge. That so what I, real. What I tell people all the time, and I think that it still works even in this environment with compressed cap rates, but never buy a two-family. Right. Because a two-family, you lose a tenant, your hose, you're still paying for everything. Mm -hmm. If you mm -hmm. buy a three-family, you should mm -hmm. be able to live there for very close to free, if not for free. And mm -hmm. when you buy a four-family, you mm -hmm. should get paid to live there. And that's, right. that's the fundamental like algebra behind the scenes when you start running the math and, and really working the numbers. Yes, that's sir. really how it should work. Now, a lot of people come at us and they're like, well, you know, I don't know if I can manage three tenants. Yeah. And honestly, there is a lot more security in having more tenants under one roof than just having that one from a yes, financial sir. perspective. Now, you do have to pay attention to kind of tenant demographics. You can't have like, <laughs> you know, a bunch of night owls in a building and then some people yes, work nine man. to five. It, it gets oh, a little bit tough, yes, but... Jimmy, I walked a property yesterday and the owner wanted to cry. This guy spent a lot of money. I sent you that property. This guy spent a lot of money on his house. I used to see how these people, these people have dogs shitting in the man's house. Yep. That's ridiculous, man. Like, you know, so back on track. That, I just had to I had to send Frank an email this week. One of his properties that we managed, same thing. Students. And honestly, that's been a big problem with the pandemic that we've noticed as an aside here is that a lot more tenants are going out and adopting pets. Like if you were to listen to this podcast and you end the podcast right now and go call your nearest animal shelter, I bet they don't have any dogs to adopt. I bet they're behind. Ridiculous. So that, that, that's a good thing that people are adopting these pets, but a lot of times people aren't taking care of them. And it's a surprise to the owner when they go out there um, because they're not. Then I'll let the owner know. I wanted to cry, man. I felt it for him. The man spent thousands of dollars in his house, and these people just don't care, basically. It's sad, so, man. So that's where it comes down to screening. Like, screening is 
so important, particularly nowadays with, with all the complications related to COVID and then just trying to find the right, the right people that are going to take care of the property. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about those, uh, do you know how we're installing real hardwood floors sometimes, Jimmy, on some mm-hmm. of the high-end yeah. stuff, and then you have that happen, it kills you. Oh, my God. Yeah, at oh. least you can refinish the hardwood floors, but yeah, I feel that. Frank, stuff from Home Depot, um, I have it right here. You need to put some, um, don't put, you, in, in your rental, you put hardwood? Real hardwoods. In the, in the A, and, A and B properties, yes. Oh, uh, I got some stuff here. It's waterproof. Pro-life is just like hardwood. Well, it's just like hardwood, but it's water resistant. You know what I'm saying? It's really good. Yep. Try these. Because this is just like hardwood. But the thing is, if you if the dog pee on it or anything, water spill, this won't like, you know, swell or anything like that. So try these next time. Yep. We're a huge believer in LVP as well. So Aquino's showing like a sample of LVP. Man, um, samples, bro. People, you know, Mr. Homie. <laughs> he has piles of samples. <laughs> Okino rolls up the wholesale house. He's like, yo, check the bag. This is what we're going to do. And the last house that I did. It's not even planned. It's just in my office, you know? He's got a showroom inside his office. Good stuff, man. So if you could, I mean, if you could share anything to investor, like right now, who's maybe stuck on the sidelines, what would it be? Provide value. Everyone has value. I said this in my video this morning. It was laid on my heart. Find some value to bring to the table. People would invest in you if you can provide value. Yep. Try to find some value. And your value don't necessarily mean money. You just got to be, listen, you know Jimmy and Frank, um, they do podcasts like multifamily. Learn the game. Go out and drive and find multifamily and say, hey, Jimmy, hey, Frank, what do you think about this property? I guarantee you they'll probably buy one of you. They're not buy, they probably not buy the first 10, but they'll probably buy the, the 11th one or the 12th one. Find value, you know, and just focus, see what you do best. Like me, I, I'm good at making ugly stuff look good. You know, that's my, that's what I do. I'm not good at like, um, I'm not good at, you know, what, what, what you call it? I'm not good at being in the office. I, I'm telling you honest, I'm not a virtual person. I hate it. I can't, this office, you should see the dust. I only come in here for the podcast. I do not, I, you'll never find me in the office. You see my stories, right, Jimmy? Yeah, always, all over the place. Always making moves. Always taking action. I think we tried to record fun. this about two weeks ago, and uh, it just was he was driving in the car. And it's right. like, that's not going to work. We need you to focus exactly. here. We don't want you getting <laughs> some car accident because of us. You know, We want you to keep making money and rolling there. Frank, listen, man. I can't. And it's the thing. I, I figured out when I was working auditor of KPMG, you sit for mad hours. I will go crazy. I feel like I'm going crazy. I'm not the kid to sit in class. I'm just, I was never been that person. I got to be out doing something. I work in my hands, you know, or put deals together. That's what I do best. So anyway, back to the story. You got to provide value to people. You got to find value. And value doesn't mean money. You want to get that. Value doesn't mean money. Find what you do best and provide value. Bring something to the table. And people, like, for example, the deals that I'm doing now, the guy... He has all the money. He's a hard money lender, but he's partnering up with me. You know why? Because he he sees that I, I'm a man of my word, and whatever I say I'm going to do, I do it. That's so it. That, that's like, huge. That's the I bring to him. That's like, I love Conor McGregor, as people right. know, and I know that he's infamous, but he talks about say what you're going to do, then go out and do it. And that's right. exactly right. So, Jimmy, the house, with, with, like this morning, you know why I went to the house? We, we, we signed a purchase and sale on the house yesterday, and there's no current. I trouble I shovel, I um I shovel shot or trouble choose. My English is not the best. I trace 
I traced the um I traced the problem and found it right back to the weatherhead. You know where the current come in? Yeah, yeah. One yep. egg doesn't have power at all. And he was so impressed. I'm talking about a millionaire. He was imp- it was like, damn, this this kid, I know he's saying this back in his head. He don't say nothing because you don't, you know, don't want to get to my head. But it's like, I'm really there early in the morning trying to figure out because I know what his money is at stake. I uh, let him That's know. Right. I told him three weeks, I'm gonna get that, I'm gonna get that house done in one and a half week. If I tell you three, I'm gonna do it less. Anything I tell you I'm gonna do it, Jimmy, I'm gonna do it less. I try to over deliver and under promise. That's it. That's huge. Uh, Akino, I have two quick questions right now. Uh, first one is, so what are you doing right now in your business? Are you more wholesaling? Are you actually buying and fixing and flipping them? What are you, what are you focused on right now? It could be more than one. Just what are you working on? The, so deals, is, I, I, have a, I, I started a process where deals has been coming in. So I do I do whatever exit strategy works for the deal. I like easy stuff. If it's easy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it myself. If it's not within my criteria, or like a multi, I'm going to give it to you. If it's if 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 it's if it's a harder flip, then I'll give it to somebody who likes to do hard flips. All right, that's cool. What's your what's your biggest challenge in this uh, weird pandemic style market right now? What's your what's your biggest challenge? Honestly, and and I'm, I'm I'm not making this up. I I don't feel a pandemic that much. I've never been this. I know I'm not. I'm just starting, so don't don't get me wrong. I know you guys been in what for a while, but man. It feels like I don't feel like there's a pandemic. That's the That's way it. I. Feel. You know, no, we've done. I've done more deals this year than I have in the last four or something like Honestly, that. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. You wake up every day and try and work hard to build that legacy for your family. Yeah, you kind of block out that exterior noise. Obviously, Man. we got to be safe and be somewhat no, no, concerned no, no, no. about the things going on. But Jimmy, I was in Texas, and I don't know you guys are pro or whatever, but I was in Texas, and it's just business as usual. You know, I don't get political, but listen, man, it's business as usual. That's right. There you go. All right. So the questions we ask everybody, uh, one, if uh, someone wants to become a better investor, what would you recommend they do? Provide value. Bring something to the table. Find your strength. There you go. Uh, I know you said you've read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but is there any other book that you've uh, read that you consider a must read? So I read this book and it's good for starters to bring uh, motivation, but it was it's not a must read, but it's the latest book I read. Yeah, it's right here. It's Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter by 50 Cent. I got halfway through the books, Ooh. but mainly, <laughs> it's, mainly, it's mainly like motivation and stuff. I'm already motivated. I get up hot. But this is, if you want motivation, read this book. I think that's my new line when people are like, what's it like when you wake up in the morning? I get up hot. For real, Jimmy. <laughs> Yo, I love that. That's, that's, that's... I get up, up motivated. I don't know where it comes from, but I get up motivated every day. I tell my up. parents, they're like, how do you wake up so early? I'm like, I'm like a bullet shot of a shot off a gun, man. I'm ready to go. I get excited. Now, late at night, Frank will tell you, I am like an old man. I am in bed early, but um, <laughs> no, in the morning, I'm excited. I get up hot. I like that. Yeah. It, if I get a text from Jimmy at, t- at 1030, I say, Jimmy, shouldn't you be getting some beauty sleep right now or something? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, next question. Uh, last question. What do you want to be when you grow up? What do you see your business and yourself in five or ten years? I'll be honest with you. There's the house I flipped on my street. And when I drive past the house, the joy I get by bringing value and see that, whoa, you really made the neighborhood look nice again. My biggest dream and goal is to do a big development somewhere. I love that. Houses and just look at it and say, you know, and I, if I could name it to and name it, you know, only a matter of time or some stuff, that would be great. Yeah. But, to be serious, there though, it is. I want to do a development from scratch. Ten houses or probably 30. I don't know where the future holds, 
but I want to do a development from scratch and be able to name it what I want my own name, something, you know? I want to like see Rick, a road. Like, I was going to yeah. say, just like Rick Ross told us to. Build from the ground up. Yeah, I want to do That's my that's biggest goal. And I feel uh, I will feel accomplished if I get to do something from the ground up. I'm not talking one house. I want to do an entire um, housing scheme. That's my goal. I want to see a side street called Okino Way. Yeah. <laughs> no other way. <laughs> Okino Way. You know? Oh, man. I love that. That's good. Go ahead, Jimmy. All right. So, Okino, if somebody want to reach out to you, what's the best way to follow you on either Instagram or Facebook? So, I don't have Instagram. I need to do it. Well, I, I created an account. I need to start posting in there. It's Okino, O-K-E-N-N-O, Rehab King Johnson. My name is Okino Smith, just for the record. Johnson's my mother's name, but I love Johnson more. I've been around my Johnson family all my life. The Smith is just, you know, um, my government name. So, um, Facebook, follow me on Facebook, Okino, Rehab King, Johnson, and Facebook. And, um, yeah, that's it. So, we hope you guys enjoy this podcast with Okino. He brings a ton of energy. We had a lot of fun interviewing him. In between podcasts, if you want to learn more about us or follow the things that we're doing, follow us on Instagram or on Facebook under the handle, The Cashflow Kings. Cheers to your success. The Cashflow Kings program is for basic entertainment purposes only. We do not give official legal, tax, or investment advice.